0: Hey, detailers. Podcast sponsor Joe here from Autofiber Australia. As pro detailers, we are all about using the highest quality products for our customers when it comes to compounds, chemicals, and ceramic coatings. But what about microfiber? Are you using cheap towels that get used once and then tossed into the bin? You need to try out our amazing Autofiber range of microfiber. Seriously, it is the best stuff going around. Use our exclusive podcast code 15 DDUP and get 15% off when you purchase any of our premium Korean or Chinese-made microfiber. We have a wide range of products that are tailor-made to last a long haul so you get the best value for money and your customers will appreciate it. Go to autofiber.com.au or find us on Instagram to make your purchase and check out our range. Now back to the podcast.
1: Welcome to the Detailing Down Under Podcast, the place for everything auto detailing in Australia right now. Here's your host, Dale Guthrie. G'day and welcome to the Detailing Down Under Podcast. I'm your host, Dale Guthrie back into it once again so uh hopefully everyone's going pretty well out there lots of great feedback from the the last few uh episodes which is really good and um it's good to see it's connecting with other people as well within the industry everyone's reaching out to each other who's been on or yeah so it's um that's what it's all about really connecting everyone and talking about what we do and different uh styles of work we do and how we do it so but yeah other than that um if you haven't already. Um, check out our um our supporters of the episodes, uh, Auto Fibre Australia and Mirror Finish Detail. So um, check out their products and we all have the um codes as well, discount codes for you, for everyone that listens. And uh, yeah, get on around their products as well, which is pretty good. And we'll thank them for their support. So uh, we're heading to a different direction around the country today. So um, we haven't been to Northern Territory, so it's... Uh, going to be a good one and um i've met this bloke before we we caught up in sydney he's a fellow G on installer as well and even better he's a a paintless dent removal specialist so it's one thing i wanted to dive in and um i think this is the only guy i know and he's pretty bloody damn good at it too so even better so we'll um we'll get into it and we'll make welcome uh adam from dents be gone right up in darwin how you going mate how are
0: you yeah good mate good good
1: thanks for having me on nah we finally did it again and yeah. uh i nearly had you on in in sydney after the <laughs> training episode but um nah nah nah
0: <laughs> couldn't say no twice
1: mate nah that's all right <laughs> i get it No, yeah. everyone some not everyone's uh it's not everyone's cup of tea to, to talk about themselves or what they do sometimes so it's all good but um
0: that's different but the pods um i've been listening man and it's doing really well so it's some good content and yeah keep up the good work yeah
1: it's good thank you yeah no it's going really well so lots of feedback from people and I, i did post that the other week about um if anyone wants got any ideas for future episodes or what else we can talk about so yeah i'm always up for feedback positive or negative so um yeah so but yeah darwin how's um I think Darwin's pretty nice this time of the year up there, isn't it?
0: Oh, it's, yeah, it's been beautiful, mate. We actually hit, uh, what was it, six, nearly, yeah, six degrees this morning. <laughs> so I, I don't think I've ever experienced it that cold here, actually, <laughs> since I've lived up here, but um, it was good for a change. But, yeah, put... we'll have another probably um, uh, another month or so, month and a half before it starts to warm up again. So Did
1: you have to go yeah, looking for a jumper?
0: this morning i did mate yeah i did <laughs> blew the dust off it <laughs> bet. but uh no nah, it's been it's been really nice this time of year it's like you wouldn't live anywhere else and then you get to like september and it's like oh my god time to go leave
1: yep. yeah but, yeah that's uh, yeah. that's one thing I will, I will touch on about the the conditions if no one knows or anyone listening overseas like you want to explain the Darwin weather? It's, it's it's a bit different.
0: Yeah, we get a lot of humidity, um, mainly from around oh, September. It'll start. We'll start getting uh, what's called the build-up, which we start getting afternoon storms nearly every day. And then once it's rained, we get heat, like the basically the heat. Um, so yeah, we get a lot of humidity. Like even now, we still get you know. 25 to 30 degree days so but it's just there's no humidity at the moment which is good yep so you're not sweating no not yet but it Uh, can make things uh, a little little bit tougher with the the coating side of things um so yeah what's the so
1: what's the do you sort of track your temperature in your studio there
0: yeah well i just um i put two split systems in there because that was the only way I was going to be able to do it, you know, do it properly. So, yeah, that set me back, yeah, 8K eight, eight or something like that. Yeah, they're not cheap, but We uh, put two nice split systems in there, so it should be nice and comfortable now to work, which would be good. <laughs> but, yeah, I try and keep it, you know, around the 22 degrees when I'm coating. Uh, yep. It seems to work really well. Uh, but, yeah, it's like... When I first started, I tried, um, like I'd have to coat really late in the afternoon or early morning. That was the only time I could coat because if you did it in the middle of the day, it was pretty much crystallising on the applicator as you're putting <laughs> it on. It's like, yeah, so it was it was going too quick. So I, could, I was doing it late afternoon or night and then early in the morning. So, yeah, that's crazy. Yep. Um, have you always lived in Darwin? No, I'm originally from far north Queensland, a town about an hour south of Cairns, oh, yeah. So I grew up there. Um, and then, uh, what would it be? I think it was around 2014, we were meant to go off on a trip around Australia. And I got as far as Darwin, and that was as far as I got, mate. <laughs> so we only got a quarter of the way around. Far out. Yeah, but uh, no, we we sort of fell in love with the place and call it home now and I don't think we'd go back. So.
1: Yep. And the population would be pretty crazy this time of year, wouldn't it double
0: with everyone from down south coming up? Oh, it does, yeah. It grows this time of year. Yep. So, but uh, you'll have usually from May till late April till late August. Yep. See all the caravans and big rigs getting towed up. <laughs> so, yeah, the population definitely grows. It starts to buzz a little bit this time of year, which is yep. good. It's yeah, good no. for the town.
1: Yep. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to go up there for that supercar around, like that's meant to be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I, nearly I was did. on just,
0: just recently.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's definitely on the on the bucket list, that one. On the bucket list. Bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, well.
0: Look us up, mate, when you come up.
1: <laughs> come <laughs> up for a look. Yeah. Um, so, were you detailing in his or, or not
0: nah, nah nah so i um i started a uh, like panel beater by trade so i come straight out of school um, into a, pre- a panel beating apprenticeship did that for quite a few years and then i um found out about pdr so i went and did a course in Ballarat to do pdr and thinking I was gonna come back and it'll be all sweet, I'll start up a PDR business, <laughs> but I found out it was gonna be a little bit tougher than that. Um, and then, so what I, after I'd done the course, I ended up getting a job offer of, uh, up at um, Groot Island Mine. One of my mates was working out there, blasting and painting, so I ended up going up there uh, did that for a couple of years and I sort of did the PDR thing on the, on me week off. So we, it, it worked out really well because I had a steady income and it was, yeah, decent sort of income while I was learning, uh, learning PDR. So yeah, that was um, where it sort of started for me. And then detailing, I, I mean, I've always sort of detailed on the side, you know, as a panel beater do the cashy sort of cut and polishing and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, so I've always done it, but, uh, not to the degree that I'm doing it now. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, um, cause my background's panel beaten as well. So that's, yeah. I think you did tell me that when I met you and, um, yeah. I feel every panel beater has a go at PDR and, and realizes it's, it's not that easy cause you don't get to throw bog on it then and finish. Yes. The
0: <laughs> Sometimes you think you just think shit, it'd be easier just to bog this up but, uh, or quicker, <laughs> quicker. But um, no, you definitely need some patience and it come over time and I didn't really, I didn't really start getting, uh, you know, really good at it until I was doing it full time. You know, that's when I really sort of took off. But um, doing it in the week, off, week on, week off was good because I was sort of just cutting my teeth on it. And um, it gave me the chance to not be stressing out trying to support your family while you're learning a new trade, basically. Because it is, as much as it was handy having the panel beating background for, you know, doing all your remove and refit stuff, but it's a totally different ball game when you can't um sand it back and whack a <laughs> bit of bog in it, you know, like. So, yep. yeah.
1: Hedge, yeah. um. How did people know you were doing it? Did it, Was it through the panel shop or was it just word of mouth?
0: No, well, I, um, it was word of mouth. I mean, Innisfar was pretty small and I started doing it for, there was only like uh, two two car dealerships in town there at the time, one bigger dealership and one smaller sort of, you know, smaller rock lot sort of thing. Um so I was doing a bit for them in my week off and then people sort of over time started hearing, you know, that I was doing it. So I'd, um, I got a bit of work like that. But, yeah, it wasn't really until we ended up coming up here and I sort of – at the time there was no one doing it up here and I had all had all my gear with me. So um, I thought, oh, I'll just see how things go. And I uh, went and approached a few yards and they sort of jumped straight on it. And um, the rest is history, mate, basically. So it all sort of went from there.
1: So a lot of your work now, like that PDR stuff is for
0: dealerships or starting to get Uh, out? A lot of it still is, yeah. So basically it was all dealership work um, when I first started out. But I sort of learnt early on that putting all your eggs in one basket can be uh, not a good thing. So sort of started to uh, market a little bit more towards retail work, just to have a bit more of a balance between the wholesale stuff and the retail stuff, which worked out really good because you sort of um, the yards are great because you get you know I've got a lot of friends in the you know car yard dealerships and that, Um, but yeah, I just I like the um what would you say like for retail work you've got to get it to a quality that's above like it's got to be near on perfect you know what i mean and i liked i liked getting it to that level um but yeah so now at the moment we've got sort of a range of customers we've got car dealerships panel shops um retail stuff obviously and then just local business and whatnot. Yep. So, yeah,
1: yeah, right. How did uh, how's the the on scene up that way? Because is there many
0: of these up there? Yeah, there's quite a few detailers up here, um, and I know a lot of them. Like I met a lot of them through the, the dealerships. Like some, well, yeah, a lot of them through the dealerships that you know you'd pass cross paths with. Um, there are some other local like. That just specialise in retail stuff. Uh, there are some really good retailers up here, yeah.
1: Yeah, is it um is everyone sort of shop based, or you probably wouldn't have many mobile? Um, there, mo-
0: there, no, there is there is quite a few mobile and 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 shop based. Um, that's yeah, a bit of a broad range, eh? Yeah. Same yeah. as anywhere else. Yeah, but, well, um, yeah,
1: that'd be interesting up there doing mobile.
0: Mate, I like yeah. I don't know how they do it. To be honest, I'd take my hat off to them because, um, yeah, I don't think – that's why I sort of didn't get into um, the detailing coding sort of side until we finished the shed here because, yeah, I didn't want to be doing it outside. Yeah. So I was overdoing the mobile PDR stuff, so (laughs) detailing would be on another level, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you've always been based in in your premises now from day on No,
0: no, so we only built that um, what was it probably we finished it 12 months ago, I think, finished the shed and then it's just been bits and pieces and fitting it out and as as you get a little money, put a bit of money put aside, you'd fit it out, but um, yeah. But in the last probably 3 months we've finished it all off and it's looking looking pretty good, so yeah yeah I'm happy with how it's turned out
1: i was going to mention that because yeah i do love cool looking shops and yours is pretty impressive you've you've got a lot in there with your signage and all your lights how yeah. you've set it apart so that's and um yeah
0: we got some lighting you know, yeah no, there's, <laughs> there's no shortage yeah when the shed's open people driving past at night it looks like there's a freaking spaceship landed in the shed <laughs> but uh yeah no it's it's really good and like I was saying to you before, bloody without that, when you turn that lighting off now, you notice a big difference. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Definitely glad I've put it in.
1: Yeah. Do you wash in there or you wash
0: just outside? well, I've got like a six metre lean to that comes out off the front. Yeah. And I do, I wash under there and then I dry them off outside and bring them in. Pretty much dry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Looks fairly big that, that shed
0: you got. Yeah, it's, uh, 12 by 12 inside and then yep. yeah six metres off the front so yeah right. three bays yep three bays i put probably two cars at a time on one side of it. it's got a lot of benches and all that sort of stuff but um yeah no it's a good little space it's clean so yeah, I like things tidy which is good
1: and I think would they have to be cyclone rated up there when you build them yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh,
0: pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah, that because um, I've sort of built a shed myself, framed it all up, and then I got someone in to sheet it all, and, and then I started to fit out, I've got sparkies in and whatnot. But, yeah, so it was a long process. It was a 12-month process. But, yeah, hopefully it all pays off, mate.
1: Yeah. No, it looks yeah. – oh, I haven't seen any others up from there. I haven't seen too much. But, yeah, that looks
0: – it's very impressive. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: What's the floor? What'd you put on the
0: floor there? I just um, two pack of epoxy. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, nice.
0: Yeah, no, it's nice and easy to clean. You can wash it out, scrub it, buddy, hose it out, it's good. Yep. yep.
1: No, very cool. So um when did the dance be gone? What what sort of year was that kicking off?
0: Uh twenty fifteen we started up here, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yep. so 2015, and at the time I was, um like, it was middle of the build-up. We were living in a little Jayco Swan pop-top thing in a caravan park, you know, so because we were meant to do, meant to finish this lap, and I'm saying to the missus, you know, like, maybe we should stick around here for a bit and see what happens. And So anyway, I ended up taking her and the kids back to uh, Queensland and... I was flying back and forth, you know, just to see how things would go. I did that for 12 months and it sort of just kept on growing and growing. And I was adding more customers all the time. And so, yeah, it just sort of went from there. So from 2015, yeah.
1: Yep. And I always ask people, like, with training, did you just self-taught yourself with detailing?
0: Uh Oh, uh, with the detailing side? Yeah, pretty much, yep. yeah. yeah. So. Probably
1: take a little bit, like I, I, from myself, taking a little bit of the paint correction side from panel beating as much as we yeah. ran rotaries and stuff back then. But
0: yeah, I was just thinking about that today. Like thinking back, if I'd look at a job that I'd done back then to what I'm doing now, it'd be like, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, all rotary stuff. So yeah, I'd hate to throw an inspection light over the stuff <laughs> I was doing back then. <laughs> Yeah. i agree exactly yeah,
1: yeah it was it's pretty interesting so yeah yeah i think the technology and pad technology and stuff's come a long way so
0: yeah, yeah. for sure it's yeah
1: pretty, pretty cool yeah so um when did you um when did the geon um journey start? It, had, had that all come about
0: uh geon started would have been well, nearly 12 months ago now um and how that all come about was before we had built the shed here, I was leaving me my ute outside. And I never really, like I was always sort of a bit sceptical about coatings. And um, I, I had my ute parked outside. And up here we get, it's like a sap coming off the trees. Like I'd park it in the shade. But overnight you get dew and then you get these stains on it. And I could could not remove these stains without buffing them out. And um anyway, I did doing some research and looking into coatings and whatnot. Thought I'd have a crack on my own car and I come across Gion. So I've got in touch with um uh Phil from Attention to Detail over in Townsville. Oh yeah. And because um, I saw he was using it and um yeah, I sort of I thought I'll give it a go and see what it's like and yeah, I was impressed, so everything was just washing straight off it and that sort of sold it to me then. And I'm like, yeah, maybe i it's an extra service. Like <clears throat> now that I had the shed to work from, I could do that sort of work. So I thought, yeah, let's, let's give it a crack and and see what happens. So that's basically how it all started.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you, I couldn't remember, but were you full, Um, were you, did they put you on the mobile certification or full certification?
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, they put me on the mobile uh, which was Flash. And I used that for quite a few months until and I I wouldn't have been able to use Infinite until I had the shed yep. air conditioned basically because it just wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked. So nah.
1: Some of that is very uh well most of it is temperature and humidity. Yeah. 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 So Prone I wanted to,
0: to, wanted to make sure I had all that side of it done and um all the fit out was done so before i bought infinite in and then um yeah we went from there
1: yeah because i did see a lot of your posts after the, we seen caught up in sydney and you're still using flash a lot and i'm like yeah i wasn't using infinite yep. yet but yeah that yeah. makes complete sense because i'm the same i had to put aircon in and i could yeah. still get away with it but yeah some i think um base type one's very uh, interesting i reckon yeah with it's very temperature it, um
0: Yeah. Like flash wasn't too bad. Like I said, I had to do it really late afternoon and even then it was sort of like, uh, Mm. but, um, you had to pick your days basically, but, um, yeah, I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure I had everything right basically before I started with the, um, top level stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Have you used, uh, the base type one? I mean, I mean the green one, uh,
1: what, which one sorry the uh, base type
0: 2 no i've been using mainly type 1 up here eh yep yeah yeah um base type 1 and type 1 top coat yep Yep. all right and it <clears throat> seems to go down really well um but yeah i haven't had um i haven't tried the uh, base 2 yet no no, no i'm sort oh. of a I sort of stick to once I put something down and I've got a, got the knack of it. I tend to sort of stick to it, yeah, because <laughs> I know it and it's it's working. So yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I'll have to give it a crack on something one day. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I like from Sydney when we were, they were like talking about I was just sticking to one, and then yeah. they said about using type two on like darker cars, and that's sort of where yeah. it got me going because I've been doing quite a few of them, and yeah. yeah the, just the, Oh, it's awesome. Um, You can do like not quite half the car, or three quarters of the of a quarter of the car, and then then it requires wiping off. Like you can do so many panels in between wipe down. So that's sort of and it feels a lot quicker to use. Um, I feel it's easier to use than Type One because of the temperature and humidity. If you got a little bit of that in there, it just doesn't like it, and um, you got to be very quick. Can't give that
0: a crack then. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm doing small sections at a time all the time, you know, like you have
1: to. Yeah. 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 Otherwise it'll, it'll flash off too quick for you, which I've noticed, but yeah, the the type two, I I look forward to using that because you can do, I might do like three, three or four panels. Um, yeah. Yeah, And even a few boys from Melbourne, um, yeah, they rated it and that's what they were using and that's how it's meant to be used. So that's, yeah. And just the, um, they use it on dark cars and yeah, the, the gloss is yeah. insane. So next level. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. yeah, it's it's spot on at what they said. So Yeah. yeah nice. Ever since then I've been using I haven't used any of the top coats to be honest. I I don't know, I'm just happy throwing one coat on. I'm not huge on running around the car yeah. twice, but yeah. Um
0: and trying to push. Yeah, it down. I've done a few with the top coat and it's yeah, you get around it once and then you go, Well, oh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly i'm doing it to my own car that's i'm going to do it there to the good test and um yeah but yeah it's the the running around twice and then i've got to try and sell it down here that people um freak out already what we what we charge yeah um yeah but yeah they try and add a little bit more they are oh far out and stretching the budget already so
0: that's probably where i'm uh while definitely still learning is how to sell it properly You know, for a decent amount. Like I don't like even even with me PDR stuff. I don't like doing stuff for nothing, basically. But and there's there is a lot of people that'll do it for next to nothing. But yeah, I think if you stick to your stick to your rates and um, but yeah, that's where I sort of need. I'm still learning is how to sell it properly. You know, from initial inquiry to job job in the shed sort of thing so yeah but yeah it's all a learning curve that's for sure yeah
1: bloody oath yeah yeah and that's the other thing with pdr that that's a very specialized technique to do that like not anyone like some people can code a car but you gotta have the right conditions and location but yeah the pdrs that's different whole complete ball game yeah
0: it's 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 sort of good because it's specialized, but it's bad because it's a hard business to scale. You can't just get anyone, you know, there's not 10 PDR guys that you can just pull off the street and bring them mm-hmm. in and, you know, you've got to put at least 12 months into training someone and then, yeah, who's to say that they're not going to just split, you know, once they're trained up, so.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sort yeah. of
0: one of those things, I mean, yeah. It's the same with any trade, I guess. That you've got those concerns, but yeah, it is hard. You don't. Have, it's not like a plumber where you've got plumbers all over the place and yeah. whatever. But yeah,
1: they so. charge what they want. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: Seem <laughs> <laughs> um, to anyway.
1: Yeah, even the um PDR like the the saving they're getting, like paying for the PDR job and what they could be yeah. paying in a panel shop, like and waiting. Oh and yeah, definitely. And, like, it's yep. insane. Like, and we,
0: like, the trouble we're sort of having now is that we we can do larger damage by trying to, um, that like, customers sort of think as soon as they come to a PDR shop or whatever that it's meant to be a cheap alternative. But when you give them a number, you know, some of these repairs might take a day or a day and a half to do, and, um when you give them that number, they're like, I'll just go through insurance and go to a panel shop. But it's we can do the same thing, you know, like they could go through insurance and do it through us, but they just, it's trying to change that mindset for them, which is a big challenge for us at the moment. But um, it's, um, yeah, I think it's just educating them is the hard part. Yeah.
1: So you still do insurance jobs, it's all... Still works, yeah. Like we're still yeah. doing,
0: sh- yep, yep, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. When we can get them, we'll get them, yeah. Like, we'll get the odd hail car that have come up from oh, yeah. down south or whatever, we'll get them. Um, but yeah, we're sort of because we're doing larger damage and the prices are getting up there. That a lot of people think that you know it's just gonna suck out with a suction cup or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. watching too much YouTube, man. yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, some of these repairs are like one, one plus days or two days to repair. So it's, yeah, you need to be getting paid decent money for it. Mm. Yeah.
1: And it's, um, even if they went and got it resprayed, like another drama is color matching these days with some of these paints yep. as well. So,
0: yep. yeah. Yeah. So you don't have any of that drama, which is a good selling point for painless dent repair. Um, definitely. Um, you know, and then the repair cost too, like for a small den, if that gets taken to a panel shop, on a metallic colour, they're blending, blending, say it's on the front door, they could be blending the back door and the guard, so then the cost just blows out. Yep. Whereas we could go in there within one to two hours and it's
1: done. Sorted. Uh, Is it easier nowadays that, these new cars are getting thinner. Like I know, paint's getting thinner, but the the body work itself, it's it's been that style for a while. But does it make it it's, easier or harder?
0: It can't. It's sometimes both. Like you get cars where um, it can make it easy because it's thin and you can move it, no worries. But at the same time, if it gets hit too hard, it stretches easy. Stretch. Yep. So then you've got oil canning and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, that can become an issue, but I mean there is tooling now where we can um we can shrink without damaging the paint, but it's still a yeah nightmare of a repair to do it. So <laughs> how does yeah. that work? Uh, it's like induction. So you'll like um if you can get to the back of it, you need to be able to get to the back of it. It's got like a carbon rod. Uh, you'll sand a bit of the e-coat off on the back of the panel. Put a earth on, and then sand behind the actual damage. Yep. And once it start, once you get it to a point where it's oil canning, you'll start shrinking it with this carbon rod. So you got to be careful not to burn the paint, obviously, yep. because yep. it does heat the panel up. But um, yeah, it actually shrinks without damaging the paint. Yep.
1: Yep. Like the old um, yeah. When it's oil canning, the old oxy and give it a heat. Yeah, hit that's and it. Yeah, <laughs> stretch yep. and shrink. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah wow a no, bit very... of cold water yeah yeah <laughs> put <Pour laughs> a bit of water on it yeah so um what's your main services um these days now you do many interiors and all that
0: sort of jazz mate i try and try my best to stay away from interior stuff <laughs> eh? i try my best so mainly it's uh don't yeah paintless dent repair and um, ceramic coatings, paint protection, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do a bit of correction work too. Like, and sometimes even we'll sub work out to, you know, one of the panel shops that, well, a couple of the panel shops that we use, we'll sub a bit of bit of work out. Like if we get an insurance job where um, the bulk of it is a PDR job, but there's a little bit of paint on it that needs to be done, like a front bar or something like that, we can sub that out to one of the panel shops we'll do the pdr stuff and then yeah Pinch so off. sort of starting to get a few where they want the dents fixed they got paint work to do on it they want a correction and a coating so it's sort of like a whole package yep yeah
1: yeah oh, that, that's good to- Good to know people in that area and have a panel shop yeah, to go in and get it sorted.
0: Yeah, it is good. I mean, yeah, it's always good to have those relationships with different businesses that, you know, you can lean off each other. I mean, they use us, so yep. sort of goes the same way, which is good.
1: Yep, Yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. A detailer is yeah, having a PDR who does PDR is good to know because, yeah, anything can happen in shops and stuff, little dents and stuff. On yeah customers sure. cars like you can just ring up pdr and you can come yep. around and smack it out and yep. you wouldn't even know so
0: yep but yeah yeah we did work for quite a few um uh, detail shops before we actually went into doing coding so yeah it, it it's good it works both ways
1: yep many others doing coatings up there as well obviously there'd be a few
0: uh there's a couple there's one there's a guy around the corner from us, actually, Outback Car Care. He's does a lot of coatings, does good work. Um, there's a few others, like uh, a lot of some doing it for the dealerships and stuff like that. So, but yeah, there's quite. A, there's seems to be more coming on. Yep. As word gets around, so yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I think it'd be it'd be interesting to do it up there, like yeah. just with the weather. I think it'd be. But yeah, and I think it's challenging. Of the, oh I, yeah, I could imagine. And even that the, the yeah. interiors and stuff, that would be pretty, pretty wild up there. What you'd see coming through with probably oh, tourists yeah. and yeah. Yeah. even locals. That's
0: well, what I try and stay away from Before <laughs> Be full, full of rest and yeah, 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 so, yeah, right. yeah, I try my best to move the interior stuff on. Yeah.
1: Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm a little bit like that sometimes,
0: so. And, like, the other thing is with interiors, like, what I sort of worry about is that, you know, if you don't get it perfect, like, yeah, you got to get every little bit nook and cranny, which is what detailing's all about. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just – I prefer just to do the outs, like the exteriors, the coatings, correction work, and then just a basic – you know, back uh, just to clean things up, make it look presentable, and then that's it. So, yep, yeah,
1: just sort of a basic. I do basics at the end of the interior at the end of most jobs.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, just a basic, because you could spend hours upon hours upon hours eh, on interiors and for not really much reward. Yep, I feel so. And for that- me, like I can do better pushing dance or or correction work and that, so I try and stay away from it.
1: So it's pretty handy that you can are you into that point where you're picking and choosing your work now? Uh
0: yeah, to a to a degree. Like I don't like turning too much away, but yeah, there are jobs where I've just yeah, it's not it becomes not worth your time to sort of do it. So yep. you sort of gotta start. Picking and choosing when you're working on your own, your time's pretty valuable, so you gotta be careful what you what you're sort of taking on.
1: Yep. Yeah, by the yep. Is there many um many guys doing PPF
0: in Darwin? Uh I think there's I know Outback's doing it. Um, I think he's with bush wraps, I think. Mm-hmm. Um I know one of the tinters up here are doing, or two of the tinters, I think, are actually do a bit of PPF, and there's a sign writer that does a little bit as well that I know of. That's yep. about all that I know of. So, yeah, there'd be three or four.
1: Yeah. Yep. That'd be another interesting gig up there to do that, that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of, I don't know if there's like a massive market for it up here yet, but I think it will grow. Yep. I don't think it's quite as big as down south, but I think it is taking... It is taken on, so, yeah. yeah. What would be the population of Darwin? I think it's about 100,000, 100, 120,000 or something. Yep. Yep. decent,
1: yeah. Yeah. Enough cars it's for a everyone. It's big
0: town, mate. It's actually, it gets smaller as, you, as time goes on, it seems to. Anyway, like when I first got up here, coming from a real small town, I was like, yeah, this is good, you know, <laughs> pretty big town, yeah. But as time goes on, you start meeting people, and it just becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. So, yeah, everyone yep. knows everyone. But anyway, yeah. is there are a lot of white Land Cruisers driving around. Oh, it's Land Cruiser city
1: here, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. I bet <laughs> so, a lot of
0: four-wheel driveway. That's probably the majority of work up here is four-wheel drive work. So, yep.
1: Yep. yeah, 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 buddy. Um, is there any other companies you sort of certify with other than Geon? Are you...
0: Line yourself with nah. anything else? No, nah. no. Nah, I, I sort of, I don't know. I feel like I sort of want to stick to one brand. I am. I did look into the IGL coatings as well for, but more so for residential stuff. Like I was listening to him on your podcast there, and yep. that sort of picked my ears up a little bit. So I was, I wanted to try try the um, residential stuff. Uh, which I've gotten some off him and I'm trying that on our place at the moment. But no, apart from that with the automotive stuff, just solely Gion. on. Yeah. I don't know. Like my sort of thoughts are trying to sell two brands. Like, I don't know. How do you sell two brands? Is... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's.
1: Uh, I'm the same. I'm in the same boat too. I'm like, if you had two, how would you say one's better than the other or it might have yeah, different it. Like, purposes. Yeah, um, I think the IGL stuff. I think the underbody stuff would be a different market as well to have. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that looks actually pretty good too. So yeah, I
1: yeah. oh, actually yeah. don't
0: really do any um, underbody stuff or anything like that. No. Industrial. No. But um, yeah, I did look into that, but yeah, I think I'd be biting off more than I can chew. So I'm just going to stick to cars for now. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah i'm the
1: same Well, even yeah. i had a guy down here and he he does some uh residential coatings and i actually after the um igl episode i rang him up and told him all about it and he then rang me a few days later and say thanks for that i've I've just put me first order and i'm going to give it a go so um
0: oh true yeah so yeah, good stuff
1: he's um yeah he It'd just does have i
0: think there's def- definitely a market for it i think yep. there's definitely a market for it um you know, like even when I told my wife, she's like, "We got to try some on the shower screens and the basins, was <laughs> sort of shit." like, "Fuck!" Oh, uh, yeah, I think there's definitely a market for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Now, nah, good, good inside work for you too up
0: there. Yeah, would be. Yep. Hopefully, the houses, the houses have all got air cons, mate. You can just turn <laughs> the air cons on. <laughs> but That'd no, be- we're sort of just. We'll just stick to cars, mate, at the moment we just, yeah. I mean, we're still sort of finding our feet with the coating side of things, so we've only been doing it for 12 months, so we're still trying to build up work for that and um, go from there, so.
1: Yeah, and you'd only be the only one up there with G-On anyway, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. at the moment, yep, yep, yep.
1: No, that's good. Yeah, once you get yep. used to it, it's pretty good and, yeah, get used to all sorts of coatings in. so.
0: Yeah, that's all, it. All it that. has been, and their, their support has been good too, like, you know, can ring them up any time and ask them questions about whatever, they've been good like that. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely no, that's, handy. Yeah, no, feels pretty good. Um, I normally ask about the culture, but, yeah, you, do you know most of the other details in town? Do you chat to them? Or? I know
0: quite a few of them, yeah. 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 Yeah, no. just mainly through the PDR side of things because I did that have worked for a lot of them in the past, so, yeah. Yep. Yep. No, that's good. And so, they're all pretty good dudes, man. Like, um, yeah, get along with all of them.
1: Yep. No, it's good. Palm all your interior work off to them. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick.
0: Go yeah. see any one of these fellas.
1: Yeah, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any plans to to get any bigger than yourself? Or not really? You happy?
0: Um, I'd like to, it's just uh, still figuring out whether it's right for me to do it. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, the biggest thing for me is um, I like shit done a certain way. So then handing that off to someone and knowing that it's going to get done right, that's, that's where I'm going to have issues, I think. So yeah, as much as I would like to, I would like to grow the business. That's what worries me at the moment, so yep. is actually growing the business.
1: <laughs> and I think um, I've seen some, like your wife actually helps you a fair bit as well.
0: Yeah, and she um, she gives us a hand like on holiday, when she's on holidays and that, so which is handy because, um, yeah, she works at the school with the kids, so she um, gets all the school holidays off, so it's down to the shed. Give us <laughs> a hand. <laughs> so, no, she's good. No, nice. You don't find like
1: uh, much the same but having your shed or your premises at your house, you don't have any issues with customers rocking up and stuff like that?
0: Yeah, you do. Yeah. (laughs) You do. Like, I mean, it's we're out rural here too so we're probably uh, 30 Ks or so out of like Darwin City. We're out and um, out further but you do have sort of issues with uh, some people think it's too far. Other people are fine with it. Then you get the ones that want to drop it off like at 6.30 at night, 7 o'clock at night, that sort of shit. But, I mean, you got to take the good with the bad sometimes and yep. and um, just deal with it, eh? Yep. But, yeah, so it's got its, its ups and downs, I suppose, like anything.
1: That could probably be a good thing, like you're that far away, so – you, would you get many people to just lob on your door and go? No, oh. that is
0: one good thing. Yeah. That is one good thing that you don't just get people rocking up. Or, like I have had the occasional, but not, yeah, they'll usually ring me before they come out, which is good because you're not wasting time. Yep. And like with walk-ins and that. Yeah. Which would be an issue if you're right in the middle of the town. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be that is, That is a good thing have you you... find it at your
1: place mate yeah it's pretty good like i don't really get many like i have one actually have one today randomly um drop in but um i usually have all the doors shut and yeah Yeah. you wouldn't even know i'm here or not but um yeah yeah, most people are by appointment or they say they're on their way or we have cars dropped off the night before which is good Um, and then i can start first thing in the morning um yeah yeah, no i don't
0: i don't mind it We so, try and do the same thing. We'll try and get them like, and a lot of people are working, so they sort of after five is easier for them to come and drop it off, which is okay. Um, it's when it starts to get to like seven o'clock at night when you're like, yeah. okay, I need to, I need to shut up shop. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it is good because you're you're close to home, mate. Not not. Uh, not too far from home, but I still do me mobile PDR stuff for the yards and that's um floating in and out all the time and yeah. So yep. that's yeah. Oh it yes. has been yep. It has been good having the, the shed here, so yeah. So you don't yeah, you
1: some cars you go to them still, which is good.
0: Yeah, mainly just for the dealerships and panel shops, I'll go to them. Yep. Um most of my retail work I do at the shed. And I do give them an option to um, if they want a mobile repair, but I'm charging for that now like I never used to, but since I've had the shed there, I yeah, I charge a service fee now to go out.
1: Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Do you um, resale any, uh, the G stuff or any of that? Do you have that on board to sell or you haven't got into that yet?
0: Uh, I want to get into it soon. So, yeah, yeah, I'll start. It's just building stock and building stock up and that. So. Yeah.
1: And that... But, um, uh,
0: definitely something I want to look into, yeah.
1: Another drama would be shipping with everything. Oh, mate, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: That's the only problem up here is shipping. Yeah. Yep.
1: Like with any products.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I need to sort of that. Yeah, these go there. Is it, pretty, is, it wouldn't be too bad there or what? No,
1: nah, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, we're just in between Melbourne or Adelaide, so most of the stuff goes to Adelaide because we're in South Australia, so it'll go direct there and then make its way down. So yeah, yeah. yeah but it, um, a lot of courier stuff's pretty good. We're are on our way to Melbourne, like yeah, we're in line with that. So yeah, great companies do overnight. I
0: find, I find with my like with us, we try and do a bulk order, so we're not. Hmm. You know, we'll do one order a month or whatever it is, and just order a heap of stuff, so we're not paying shipping. Four times throughout the month, but um, yeah, I do definitely want to get into selling some product and that, which would be yep. good. Yep. And you know, it's always good like maintenance packs and all that sort of stuff, which is yeah, handy for the customers as well.
1: Yeah, yep. <clears throat> and having yeah, like just bits and pieces on hand when they pick yeah, the car up it. and stuff. So yeah, yeah, that'd yep. be the other killer for you. Yeah, just the bloody shipping. But that's yeah.
0: everywhere though. It's it's crazy. Yeah. And you don't want to forget something like you need something quick because it's like it's at least a week away. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Do you good. use I mean, any? I still. Yeah, I, I I use uh, AutoSmart stuff as well. They're, some of their products are really good, man, and, yep. and reasonably priced, and they work. So, yep. yeah, I have done work for them as well. Like guys that own it, and um, yeah, they they're good. I don't mind some of their products. So.
1: Yeah. No, we all yeah. know that my thoughts on them. I'm yeah. I've been raving on about them. Everyone's been telling me how good they were. So yeah. Um, I
0: mean, yeah. so well, the best thing is you can buy stuff in bulk and it's pretty reasonably priced, you know, like, yep. So, but yeah,
1: no buddy. It's yeah, it is good stuff. So, um, we might hook into our six stage questions. So, um, Yep. If anyone wasn't on on the ball from the last episode, I only asked five, so I think <laughs> Brad pulled me up on that after we spoke. So at the end of it, which was quite funny, <laughs> so he he was pretty adamant what his dream car was. So, um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so, what was your first ever detailing job, if you remember?
0: I don't really remember, mate. It was would have been that long ago. Um, it would have been. A cashy for a family member or a friend or something, you know. When I was back in the panel beat days, but um, I can't really remember to be honest exactly which one it was. But my first coding job um, was a Toyota Hilux. Um, that was probably yeah twelve months ago. So, yep. Yep. Near
1: do you get many Toyota of Hilux.
0: them? Do you get many of
1: them back? Like after so long, do they come back for like a maintenance wash or anything? Well, we
0: we haven't had any come back yet because we haven't really been doing it that long. But, yep. um If they go by, if they go by time, unless they're going over the kilometers, but yeah, yeah, we haven't had any maintenance washes come back yet, but we should start seeing some come through soon. So, yep. Where do you go with your maintenance washes? Do you get?
1: Uh, we yeah well, they come back for a maintenance wash but we won't be topping them up we'll just until that's required so we'll yeah. just bring them some of them will just have be on they might uh, once every six months they'll bring them in they just want a uh, maintenance wash yeah and then we might um spray a bit of whatever on the top any like spray sealant on top just to yeah help it go on but Not other than that we just bit. yeah we just um yeah we just get it in and a uh, wash and vac and then um yeah Spray some maintenance spray on it, some yep. cure, and uh, and and send it yep. again. So it's good to see if they're performing or how they're performing.
0: Yeah, um, I'm really uh, looking forward. To, like I know with our cars, they're still they're still cruising fine. So yeah, and I like I I look after my cars, but I don't um, do anything special. And I've done that on purpose. Like I'm just washing it and that's it. Like I am yep. not not doing anything else for. Uh, just to give it that chance to see, see how things go. But, um, it's, it's been great. Yep. So.
1: No, that's good. Do you get much new cars? Is that part of your thing as well? A bit of Starting the new car get a few,
0: yeah yep. Starting to get a few here and there. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Good I mean, a lot of it's been, uh, more correction and, and coat.
1: Yep. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, favorite polisher?
0: I love that little uh, Flex PXE eighty. I oh, the, yeah, they call it the Pixie. Little mini polisher. Yep. Fuck, brilliant that little yep. thing. I think I heard about it on this podcast actually, and <laughs> yeah. then I went out and bought it, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is a good little thing." So, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm gonna get myself one. I'm, yeah. So. Yeah. The, oh, um...
0: brilliant. Smooth as.
1: Yep. Yeah. Very nice. interchangeable pieces on it, yep. so that. You're very handy how are you finding um the cordless side of it something you look at with a, another polisher a bigger polish you going cordless
0: no I actually want to get a um I think I'm gonna stay with the corded stuff I don't know but I wouldn't mind getting a flex um forced rotational polisher yep seeing how that goes yeah yeah yep. That'd uh, be all right. Oh, that'll probably be the next one on the list, I reckon.
1: Yeah, is it the beast one or the? I think they're all. Uh, uh, yeah, sure.
0: It probably would be What's that like one. What's Two of them, is there?
1: Ah, uh, they got like a fifteen da, dual action one, and then I think um, and they got their forced rotation. Um, I think it's just called the beast. I don't know the exact name of it, the wording letters of it, but, yeah, righto. Um, and you can get that in corded or um battery, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: do they do all their polishes in battery flex?
1: eh? Uh, I think that um, there is an option to have both. Yeah. Right. So, they're starting to do all their older models in with battery as well. So, yeah, right. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a flex expert. So, yeah, I'm not either, mate. But I was. um, I did have a crack at one there not long ago and I do like them. um, They spin a bit different to the Rupes stuff. So, something to probably get used to yeah um but yeah so but yeah i was I'm not sure what i want next I, that pixie is neck is definitely on the card so um <clears throat> yeah yeah that looks fairly cool so i just got
0: to get some attachments for it now so yep. that'll be the next thing but yeah
1: no awesome hmm. um what's your dream car if you've got one
0: dream car would probably be a um 69 mustang fastback i reckon would be something i would love to own probably never will own it but i would love to
1: (laughs) you're a ford man
0: Uh, yeah 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 i like me forwards
1: no no, that's good i won't hold that against you
0: no (laughs) try not
1: to no that'd be a cool car so yeah very nice and your favorite detailing tool or product
0: um at the moment it would probably be uh Geon primer i've been loving that oh yeah, yeah. That's, Especially that's
1: unbelievable on, on new cars yeah yep yeah yep. i Excellent. um yeah i rate that massively i it's sort of nearly my one step on um like a blue polish pad on the blue yeah. Gion pad
0: yeah yeah well i got that i think i got that tip from you in sydney actually and i I grabbed some and i was like yeah this is fucking great yep so yeah i've been running with that
1: yeah it's it's fantastic it's yeah once you get used to it it's not and the wipe off is awesome as well just wipe straight off easy Mm. yeah yeah so no that'd
0: be my favorite at the moment product i reckon
1: also, with the um the tools, with the PDR tools, do they change? Is there like upgrades of tools or different um oh, sorts of tools always, that come out? Something yeah, coming there's out? Yeah.
0: always new tools coming out. Yeah, yeah, there's it's always sort of evolving. Like when I first started, there was not much in the way of glue pulling. Like glue pulling was pretty pretty much in its infancy, really. Like where we're using hot glue for and pulling tabs on the outside of the panel. Yep. But now they're getting into like, um, you know, what's it called? I just had a blank. Shit. Tension pulling. Oh, yeah. So where they're gluing big tabs, like if you've got a dent, you're gluing tabs on the outside of it and actually pushing outwards to yep. relieve pressure. And that's helping metal move. Yep. So yeah, even in the way of like soft tips, stuff like that. When I first started, there was nothing, no such thing as a soft tip. It was all like you'd just tape your tool tip right up, <laughs> so you had a bit of a cushion. <laughs> Done that before. <laughs> but now there's all different tips and different types of tips, and yeah, it's it's always evolving. So which is good because wow. yep. it's allowing us to do bigger, bigger repairs. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've seen yeah, one a while back. You were doing a fair decent one, I think. Yeah. Was it on a Monara? I can't remember what it was on. It was decent. Uh, and you, oh, it might have been a know. VT or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. i seen it on one of your stories and I'm like, that's decent. Like, normally you yeah. just have to get yeah, there. Yeah,
0: you can do some decent damage with it. It's, um, but it's all just time and patience, man. you got to be able to sit there for hours. Yeah. Oh, it was that
1: that blue meanie lookalike thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a decent hit. But a lot of that would have pushed it pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I used tension on that as well, like gluing a tab to the back of the door and pulling the skin back. And that whole body line sort of popped from that, just that tension pull. And wow. then it was a matter of finishing it all off. So, yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um,
1: <clears throat> biggest tip for any detail starting
0: out? Probably not one to be given tips for detailers. <laughs> <because> I'm, <sort laughs> I'm pretty green myself. But uh, uh, I think probably just making sure that you're – end result is speak speaks for itself basically like yeah focus on doing quality work and it'll start to come to you pretty much like that's how I think anyway like uh, and I was like that with me PDR stuff like I'd sort of put the extra effort in to make sure it was as close to perfect as I could get it and name uh word spreads you know word of mouth is probably the biggest um tool that we've had in our business to sort of grow so yeah if you can yeah. get the word of mouth going i think it's um definitely a good good thing that and get a good accountant <laughs> yes because <laughs> they help yeah bloody
1: oath eh? for sure um so, did yeah. you do do you do much advertising up there so you, you or you just stick to your word of mouth
0: not really man i haven't done i do a little bit of little bit of Facebook ads, like just boosting posts. But other than that, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So nah, nice. I yeah. probably will start advertising a little bit for the coding side um, just to try and start getting a bit more of a consistent flow of that type of work coming through. Yep. But no, nah, up till now, it's all just been marketing hard I was the best as I could on Facebook, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. And that's nearly a full-time job in itself, man. Like Absolutely. You know, and you get to those sort of stages where you'll go hard for a while on the marketing stuff and then sort of hit a wall. You get over it for a bit and you just, like, just drop it out completely for a bit. So mm. that's what I find anyway. Yep. So especially when you get really busy, it's hard to keep doing it. Yeah. But um, it does definitely help, I reckon.
1: Yeah. I think once you, like uh, a few episodes ago when we talked to Dan about the websites and stuff, it, the more yeah. you're on there, the, the more you get rewarded. And
0: Yeah. 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 Well, you're like, staying in front of people, you know, like if you're constantly posting, you're coming up in their feed all the time like, and they, yeah. they're seeing you. So when something does happen, and they need their car done or they're buying a new car or whatever and they want it coded they're who you they're you're who they're, th- they're thinking Think about all. you know like yep. so because you're constantly coming up in their feet so yep. yeah yeah
1: not there the algorithm loves it so the more you yep. the more you keep feeding it. Yep. So it's just hard to
0: hard staying up to date <laughs> with these friggin algorithms oh <laughs> so yeah. i can change all the time yeah But you've been Um,
1: doing a bit with your reels and stuff. That's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've always sort of liked, um, I do like that side of the business, like the marketing side, like I'll do some videos, video editing and all that sort of stuff. Um, And I do enjoy it, but it's just finding the time when you get busy to keep, keep going with it. So Mm. that's what I'm finding. Yep. You have a big day. And the last thing you want to do is um, come up and start editing videos and shit like that but yeah if you can keep it going man it definitely helps i reckon
1: <laughs> yeah after you come inside you, you spend more time on your phone again than this on is now yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah
0: that's it
1: go and play with the kids
0: <laughs> yeah i know that's a problem
1: <laughs> yeah. so. and uh what else interests outside of Deton?
0: uh interests i love me fishing mate i was gonna yeah. say that yeah yeah, I love me fishing, but I just don't get enough time to do it anymore. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Uh, up till a couple of years ago, like before we built we built a house out here and um, before that we were just renting. So oh, every weekend, man, I was in the boat on the water. But uh, as soon as we bought and, you know, a couple of acres and that, so it's like yeah, every weekend there's something to do or <laughs> you're either working or yeah, so don't get enough time to do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely love me fishing. That's probably my, my thing. Is that
1: um, like right now is prime time to be fishing up there?
0: No, it's sort of um, it's really windy at the moment. Oh, so yeah. it's, but it's usually like for Barra and that, it's um, the build up like September to November and then the runoff, which is um, like February. March sort of time. Yep. They're the they're the two sort of times to be hitting the barrow. I'm not much of a barrow fisherman, man. I can't I can't catch barrow to save me life. <laughs> but uh growing up in North Queensland it was all about the reef fishing, so that's that's my thing. But yep. um, yeah. no, nice. If you're looking for a barra charter when you come up here Don't
1: call you. Don't call me. <laughs>
0: You'll get sunburned, but you won't catch barrow. <laughs> I'm but, not uh, into fishing,
1: uh, yeah. but I'll I'll bring the esky anyway and watch.
0: Yeah, that's it. That <laughs> I can help with. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the worst thing is, I think you can't even swim in that water up there, can you?
0: No, you don't.
1: Want to, no, no. I wouldn't even.
0: Yeah, you don't even want to be dipping your toe yeah. in it. I was gonna say that.
1: Yeah. But, uh, no, they all. It looks pretty, but yeah. Yeah. Not what there underneath. is some
0: beautiful beautiful places up here. It's just yeah, you sort of don't want to be swimming too much like yeah even some of the uh tourist attraction a couple of weeks ago there was a bloke that got bitten by a salty and oh. like litchfield which is just outside of Darwin, which wasn't too good but um <laughs> yeah you just got to be careful where you swim eh? Yep. Yeah, yeah so,
1: it's a pity but that's what it is up there like yeah, yeah. that's
0: it, that's it lots is. of
1: crocodiles so yeah um but anyway oh we might um might wrap it up. We're on a, we're after, um, at night here. So during the week, school night, yep.
0: so, which was good. Not too easy, man. It was good so, chatting
1: with you. No, nah, thanks for making the time and the effort, which is good. Not so, too easy. Too yeah, I've always been, uh, yeah, I wanted to hear a bit more around the PDR side and not sure if everyone else did, but, um, it was something that, but, yeah. And seeing some of your videos the other day, like that fuel tank you did on that Harley, that was pretty
0: impressive. Yeah. Thanks. It yeah. Like a bit of work submission but uh we got there in the end so. yeah no, no 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 thanks for asking us on man that was good
1: no nah, anytime time, mate catch up. yeah we'll uh no doubt we'll might see you sometime in a f- few more months if Gion have another catch up who knows
0: yeah i don't know what's happening there if they haven't heard anything about no. that
1: but um yeah Tom will be
0: there yep so uh but anyway we'll, we'll uh
1: we'll wrap it up and we'll Yeah, thanks everyone for listening and and, uh, listening. And uh, we'll uh, chat to you in a few more weeks. So thanks for that, Adam. You've done well.
0: No worries, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. That was another episode of the Detailing Down Under podcast. Subscribe now for everything auto detailing in Australia.